Welcome back, white women lovers. It is White Woman Wednesday, the only podcast on the face of the earth where we talk about exclusively white women content. I am Kyle, your host. I'm joined again by the marvelous TJ. A pleasure as always. We've got some juicy content for you today. Today's topic, simping. Simping. It's going to be wild. We've got a great guest joining us. It's going to be great. But before we can get into that, we need to respond to one of our fan questions. Thank you so much for sending in our question. This fan sent an email to our email, which is white woman Wednesday. Sorry, excuse me. White women Wednesday at gmail.com. Don't forget it. Thank you to our first fan question. This question was, hi, Kyle and TJ. First, I wanted to say I'm a huge fan of the podcast and can't wait to hear what else you have for us fans. I have one question about the pyramid from the first episode. Is it possible for one woman to fall into multiple different categories, or will that woman just be placed in the category that is highest in the pyramid? For example, could a woman born into a rich family who has tons and tons of money also be a strong, independent woman? Thank you so much. This is a great question. Yeah, and remember, you can send us a question anytime. Again, that is whitewomenwednesday at gmail.com. What do you think, TJ? Why don't you start us off? So the short answer is that no, you can't be in two categories at the same time. One will naturally override the other. And that's because this is a... uh, I also got another question in person from a listener who wanted some clarification on the basis of the pyramid. And the pyramid is based on power structure within the white woman hierarchy so this is how they interact with each other so the power that a white woman has can only be in one category at once um which is not to say that they won't move between categories over time but in one instant you can only be in one category yes and i mean your your example that you gave us um a rich woman who potentially displays aspects of a strong independent woman one of them is going to outweigh the other. Either she is viewed as a rich white woman or she is viewed as a strong independent woman, regardless of her wealth or status, if she's an independent woman, or regardless of how headstrong she is, if she is a rich white woman, if that makes sense. Anyway, well put. Send us more questions. We'll address them in, the, in future episodes. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for your questions, but... Uh, today, we actually are very lucky. We're joined by a guest. We have Melvin here with us. Um, he's the author of the New York Times best-selling book, Systematic Apologetics of Simping. Very interesting read. I would highly recommend it. You can get it on Amazon. It's a great, great publication. He's here today to talk to us about simping various aspects of it and uh yeah thanks for coming melvin welcome melvin round of applause thank you thanks for having me guys a uh, big fan of the first episode so it was great to hear from you guys to be called on i heard there was a lot of interest on simping there was a lot of interest episode. on simping yeah so. you, we could not tell you all the questions just when is the simping episode coming out like calm down guys we've only done one episode so far you know yeah i understand obviously it's what I've put my life towards. Right. So. Well, why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Why don't you tell us how you got into simping? Why don't you tell us your background um, and, and what has led you to this book that has come out? Yeah, so uh, th- this part of society has always interested me. Um, simps, um, incels, 
um, these fringe groups of men who are infatuated or their lives revolve around women like this. And so I put a lot of time into studying these groups, obviously wrote a book, very happy with how successful that's been so far. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. So um, looking forward to talking to you guys about it, talking through some stuff. Right. So, well, obviously, when someone of your expertise reaches out to the show, we had to get you on as soon as possible. Um, I think we should start off. uh, Forgive us, but we're going to play dumb here. Um, yeah, the, the casual listener might not right. understand. We need some oh, baseline sure. some baseline definitions. Could you give us, a, in layman's terms, a definition of simping? Yeah, so I think the easiest way to understand simping um, is I think it's very highly related to the nice guy demographic, oh. but with a few key differences. Can you elaborate on that for us? Yeah, so basically as a nice guy, um, a little bit more submissive towards women there's obviously an expectation that if you do nice things for women uh they will return you know the favor with sex or a relationship something like that so before simps there were nice guys nice guys i think it's also probably closely related to white knighting as well Mm. and i would say there's two key differences here between simps and these other groups that are kind of related uh the first would be i think there's less, there's almost less of an expectation of like a sexual, you know, favor oh, okay. return for a simp because a lot of this goes on online. Right. Um, we touched on that a little bit yeah. last episode. So would you say this is kind of a recent phenomenon? Oh, very recent. Yeah. This is, this is definitely more of a new thing um, having to do with obviously the popularity of, of streaming services like Twitch. Right. Um, OnlyFans has been popping that's so true and you're right on the the forefront of research investigation into this work so what does what does your research look like how are you conducting research how do you how do you approach these topics oh man hours and hours pouring over twitter feeds um twitch chats um categorizing that data these responses these donations and uh focusing on patterns which kind of leads to the second main difference, which is that sims tend to focus on only a few women. You know, this isn't a, a general thing. Mm-hmm. They tend to become infatuated with, you know, a few women, usually e-girls online. Wow. So, But this is not, when you say that they're, they're focused on just a couple women, you are not... Yeah referring to you know each woman has one simp there can be Mm -hmm. many simps for the same woman oh absolutely and usually that tends to be the case like simps will congregate over just a small group of women most of the time right so in your research i mean you've already alluded to uh this tends to be a thing with gamer girls yes girls what other qualities do you see particularly in the white women Mm -hmm. that kind of entice these simps hmm. now that's a good question and i'd say a lot of it is just being on these public platforms and being halfway decent looking and a big part of it is why are these white women connecting with these guys it's because they're into like gaming mm. they're on twitch there's stuff it's stuff that they can connect with these women on traditionally male activities exactly yeah so i have a question and uh, Kyle, maybe this is a good time for you to try to pull up a couple simp comments as examples for us. But in the meantime, I wanted to ask you, Melvin, 
have you in has your research taken you to the point where you've had one-on-one encounters with simps online or in person or any of your close friends have you caught them simping ooh ooh um so i can't say that i know uh many hardcore simps in real life but online okay. i mean filth filth i mean that's a lot of the book is well me being an apologist for them on a certain mm-hmm. level but um a huge defense from the simp community online kind of in retaliation to how it's kind of used as a derogatory term for the most part right but, um well, has some negative connotation yeah. stop you right here that brings up a question for me you know you, you mentioned you don't have many personal encounters but you encounter these people all the time online yes why do you think that is do you think that there's a lot more simps like people that we would not necessarily look at on the street and think oh you're what i would define as a simps closet simps exactly mm. or do you think that it's just you know in certain social circles these people don't tend to be or they tend to congregate together in real life or, or what do you think is going on here yeah well at least based on the you know to be fair preliminary research we haven't had a lot of time to dig into the data on this but that's true a lot of times these are mostly focused in you know social like certain social groups that are you know less outgoing uh, more inclined to you know be a lot online in the first place mm. and so they might not get a lot of contact with women outside of that mm. which definitely leads to some of that behavior that makes sense i like that hypothesis yeah so while we've been talking i've actually um been browsing through r slash the simp police and now oh, reddit yeah <laughs> community you're very familiar with. <laughs> oh that is the bread and butter of my research simp yeah. city Right, so the first thing I've got pulled up here is a uh, screenshot from Twitter, okay. um, and it's actually from at eGirlRespector, funny enough, mm. um, and it says, okay, boomer girl, who um, I think many people who are aware of the kind of simping community, what's going on with simping is aware of this girl. She yes. posted a video that um, simps latched onto. She was one of the original, that's kind of where exactly. the term caught on originally yeah. was with yeah. this girl. Queen of the simps. I think she actually declared herself that, that at one point. That would probably be a, yeah. Almost ground. A fair assessment. Yeah. Almost right. ground zero for the second <laughs> pandemic that we have going on right now, exactly. which is which is wow. simping. Mm. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the tweet says, OK Boomer Girl got Twitter famous and gained over 100k followers, I presume, mm-hmm. in a week then she mentioned on a stream last night that she has a boyfriend. Within 12 hours, she suspended LMAOOOO. <laughs> now, I'm assuming the implication is that enough people reported her. Yeah. These simps, because they were angry that she had a boyfriend. Now, mm-hmm. is this common simp behavior? What, can you analyze what's going on here? So, us? this is just, wow, I'm so glad you brought this one up. I mean, this is just a perfect case study. Uh, of what you in in a really good delve into the mind of a simp right because the whole idea is that they're creating this fantasy in their head of you know them and this online personality together and that just gets destroyed you know when she has a significant other so true so you got to expect just massive retaliation because these guys put a lot of mental energy into these you know, relationships, quote unquote, mm-hmm. with these people. So it's Definitely. like a, it's like a breakup. Oh yeah, yeah, massively. And 
there's also, I mean, a lot of times that financial loss too afterwards because you've oh. probably been in that stream donating to get oh. her attention. So that brings up something. Um, earlier you talked on what makes a simp to you. Yeah. Um, we've talked about Twitch. We've talked about e-girls. Oftentimes they're kind of doing this as an occupation, it seems. They're trying to make money. Mm -hmm. So in order to be a simp, do you have to give money? Or is thirsting in Instagram comments, is that simping? Is commenting nice boobs hmm. under under an Instagram influencer? See, post. but I think nice where boobs. Yeah. Nice boobs is more of a Chad comment. Yeah, I would because well, where do we draw the line? It's a little okay. seem to no, no, no. Thirsting. Here's what, what I'm saying. But yes, I, exactly. I think I understand what you're saying, and right. I'd say the simp behavior wouldn't be the nice boobs comment. It right, would it's be too the direct. Reply to that mm -hmm. afterwards, defending her like, hey, you know, she's more than a rack. Exactly. You know, something exactly. like that. So <laughs> what, what were you going to say? <laughs> well, that's what I was saying. I was saying nice boobs seems far too. Well, and I'm going to give simps a little credit here. It seems a little too crass for them. Yeah. It's kind of too direct and confident and, and inappropriate, frankly, for a simp to comment because let's face it for most well-adjusted men, if you're trying to, form a relationship with a woman you don't lead it off with nice boobs but the simps mentally as our expert has told us are forming this fantasy of a relationship with the e-girl with the streamer whoever it may be and so they simply would never they would never comment nice boobs <laughs> wow yeah i mean you bring up a lot of really interesting points. I would tend to agree with a lot of what you're saying. Um, some common things that I've been picking up throughout this discussion are the idea that this is a fantasy. There's a lot of anger, entitlement. None of these things seem particularly positive to me. Mm. Um, it, it seems like this is somewhat of a toxic community and that these white women who are, um, who are oftentimes the recipients seem to almost be targeting or manipulating these people. It doesn't seem like something that's good for me. But obviously, mm -hmm. you are an apologist when it comes to this. Yeah. So, yeah, can you talk about the positive? Why, yeah, why are you positive about this? So, and exactly, I'm not sure where exactly we're going to agree or disagree in general on the topic. But, you know, I think TJ hit the nail right on the head with the fact that the discourse overall with women on the internet could be seen as improving because of simps. You know, overall, you have more simps coming to the defense of women in comments. So you would say simping is justified because it aligns with equality for women. Yes, or at least giving a, a secondary force to the overwhelming, you know, misogyny you okay. see online. I'm going to throw this back to you, TJ, because he makes a point. They're defending women, at least at surface or at face value. But we have hit on this idea of entitlement. You know, a lot of these guys, they're happy to donate when they think they're getting something out of it. But as soon as OK Boomer Girl has a boyfriend, then they're not so nice. How, how do you reconcile this? Yeah, so this is why simping is a cancer. Um, the simps, it's nothing more than masked misogyny and uh, hyper horniness, really. Because they expect something in return for their niceness, for their, for their simping. It's not that they are, uh, you know, they're not trying to kindle a friendship with this online woman. They're donating her money because whether it be the white woman's fault or not, 
they have the faintest belief that maybe something could happen between them. So honestly, I would rather just have the the disgusting comments just completely unmasked and be out there for everyone to see and judge rather than these simps who maybe what they're saying if you take it out of context just by itself as a single comment seems like something nice to say albeit a little pathetic uh when in reality when taken in context it's because they're expecting favors from their donations and their comments very interesting we're hoping for them yeah let us what let us know what you think we have an email whitewomenwednesday at gmail.com we'd love to get your opinions any questions any um further topics you'd like to discuss but yeah you know another thing you bring up there you said um whether or not it's their fault obviously you think someone's at fault here you don't TJ, you don't think this is a positive thing. Melvin, you do. You probably wouldn't say anyone is at fault, but rather someone is responsible. Mm-hmm. Who is responsible? Is it the simp who is initiating this, uh, well, somewhat relationship? Or is, and now again, we're talking about specifically white women. Is it the mm-hmm. white woman who is doing this that is responsible? You know, I'd say there is some back and forth, to be fair, because the white women on the receiving end of this I mean, for sure, absolutely lean into it. Um, But I would also say that uh, the simp has a lot of the responsibility on them because, and at least from my perspective and from my research, I know we could have fundamental differences on this. I think that many simps, or for many simps, it's mainly just a delusion, you know, a fantasy. I don't think they have any serious expectation Mm. this is going to work out. It's just a nice thing that they have in their head, you know, makes them happier. That's great, but um, yeah. Right. So, yeah, you said that the uh, white women lean into this. Yes. How? What, what are their tactics, methods? For someone who may be um, kind of on TJ's side that this is harmful, how do you avoid mm-hmm. becoming a simp? How do you avoid becoming a simp? Um, I would just say be, you know, generally grounded in reality. I mean, wow. <laughs> I, think, I think most people um are generally aware that these people are you know these white women are people they're never gonna meet it's like um, shouting at a celebrity in the street yeah exactly and, and if you recognize it as that then i think you're fine yeah you can avoid most of the hardship that comes with being a simp typically getting your heart fake broken you know is that the only hardship that comes with being a simp well obviously there's the monetary spending as well on these women mm. um because you know you have to be able to get their attention so i'd say that's definitely a little damaging obviously so what i want to say about this is again unfortunately i'm going to come into conflict with melvin's opinion here because while it might be from his point of view as in a as a simp apologist it might be a bad thing that they're spending money but for me for someone who looks at simps with disdain and contempt, they almost deserve to be losing their money for their behavior. It's a real-world consequence for their poor behavior, and it's a way for these white women to monetize the sexual sex. Excuse me, sexual. Help me out. Help me out. Help me out. <laughs> sexual. Sexualization. Sexualization, yeah. That's a long one. That's a lot of syllables. That's a lot of syllables. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'm not being helped out by the the generous gift that our our podcast visitor brought today. That's okay. Yeah, anyway. (laughs) 
the point is that the simps provide an opportunity for these women to monetize what might otherwise be something negative in their lives. And you're all for that. I'm for that. I'm, I'm for not, that. How, how but I respond? don't like I don't like the simps. I like the money being made. Listen, this is I mean every white woman on earth should be celebrating the rise of the simps. I mean, yeah, I think is, we found common ground on that. Oh, yeah, this is the greatest opportunity maybe in the history of the world for a white woman to make easy money online. I True. mean, is it easy? Do you think for for the white women? And mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not saying it's not. This is a good question. Yeah. Is is um, gathering simps easy? So I think this is a little bit tough because there are certain technological and cultural hurdles you need to jump over as a white woman just getting into this. Um, I mean, you need to be able to set up these accounts, um, know what you're doing, have a high quality camera. You know, I'd say there's like a high, you know, hurdle to jump over initially. But I'd say even if, I mean, you're generally attractive, you know, you can make it work. I'll give TJ a chance to chance to respond to but no i'm not gonna fight you on this one i completely agree but is there any is there any way for personality to shine through is this something that you see often in these girls that have massive followings is it personality is there interaction like do they need to be able to i don't know keep up the banter with the twitch chat or is it simply sit there look good pretend to play video games okay that's actually that's a good point you brought up because you maybe it is harder than you might initially think because you do need to be up to date on the culture up to date on twitch you need to be able to have some back and forth with the viewers and that's the key thing interaction you know a lot of these streamers just sit on like the just chatting section which is just literally them sitting in front of a camera like they don't have to be able to play a game they just need to be able to banter uh with their viewers yeah i think also we might be underestimating the mental toll of constant interaction and bombardment uh, from the simps whether it be you know a lot of these guys you would be i'm always shocked at how fast people on twitter or reddit or what have you how fast they get doxxed as soon as they do Mm -hmm. something that the community decides they don't like so i have no doubt that many a e-girl has had simps showing up at their home address and sending them mail, constantly commenting, constantly DMing. You know, that has to get kind of emotionally draining a little bit. Right, and we've talked about the positive aspects, you know, the financial aspect um, that it could potentially be easy. But I think for these white women, like, having a simp horde may not be all that it seems. Is this something that you've run into in your research? Well, I'm, I think the clearest example is obviously going back to the OG Queen of the Simps. You know, you can only show a fraction of your actual life because especially if you have, like, a significant other, I mean, you're going to be in for a horrible time because yeah. the Simps will attack. And you've talked about how for the simps largely this is fantasy yes and the girl the e-girl needs to live up to whatever that fantasy is the Mm -hmm. second she starts showing some cracks in her facade you know the whole thing comes tumbling down and that might be her source of income it's certainly a double-edged sword because i'd say at the same time these simp hordes are fiercely loyal 
to the girl that they have chosen to simp over. So I'd say as long as you can maintain that fan base, that is a steady source of income for basically as long as you can maintain it. Hmm. And now, as long as you can maintain it, what like have we seen? You know, these e girls kind of fall out of style. Do we know what the lifespan of an e girl is, or is this too new of a phenomenon for us to really tell? Yeah, and yeah, another great point. This is we are super early in the life cycle, I think, of this trend, and so I think as time goes on, we'll see how sustainable this is for some people. But I mean, at the moment, especially with the popularity of OnlyFans. I mean, right. there's just multiple avenues. Talk to us about OnlyFans. <laughs> what, what is it? First, maybe just describe yeah. to the casual listener what it is, and then and then give some analysis, some insight. So OnlyFans is basically a site that allows you to create an account and post pictures, usually um, lewd. Lewd, yes, yes, exactly. Um, soft pornography, but I think they also allow you to do just straight up pornography as well. And uh, as long as you're willing to bring yourself to that level, I mean, it's, it works kind of like Patreon, I think, where you have subscribers who, who sign up to view your pictures. But. Interesting. So from your take, and I know this isn't your area of expertise, so just give us your best guess, is what is the earnings distribution across OnlyFans? Are we seeing, is there just a 1% of e-girls who are raking in all the cash and then there's countless OnlyFans accounts where, you know, they're uploading who knows what and not really getting that much of a return? Or is this a pretty steady, solid source of income for almost anybody who is traditionally attractive and decides that this is the route they want to go so i would argue and i have some examples i don't know if they're going to hit or not because you need to kind of know the people involved but i would mm -hmm. argue that it would be pretty easy to make i mean because assuming this is just like you're just putting pictures on a website and yes. making money so yeah. like my threshold for making a lot of money is kind of low here yeah but i would say to make like a substantial amount of money like more than three or four grand a month is okay. pretty easy and so are you wow. aware of like the idubs yes, girlfriend yes. situation why don't you fill us in on that okay so basically I just, uh, just give us a brief rundown everybody sure. else pause and google it <laughs> <laughs> you, youtube personality um pretty famous millions of subscribers and very well loved yes very well liked by the youtube community his girlfriend uh, decides to make an OnlyFans in like the last two months or so. Um, he got a ton of backlash for it. Um, but she's making, I mean, hand over fist on this thing. And I mean, I would, I just my opinion, not super high there on the attractiveness scale. I mean, she's decent looking, don't get me wrong. But like a very average looking hmm. woman making a ton of money on this website. Yeah. And I don't know if you have seen the Belle Delphine return but the last time i checked 55 grand a month off this site and wow. she wow. just came back wow. so wow right and she is she tends to be i mean she one is of the highest end i mean upper echelon e true yeah um i've actually pulled up an article from vice so take it how grain you of will. salt yeah right. yeah um has has interviews with a couple of women who um have only fans 
And basically, this article is arguing that it's not as easy as it looks. Okay. For one, really, it says they're managing multiple platforms mm. in order to fully make money off this to be sustainable. You have to farm the Sims to get to them to Snapchat. your. You have to be oh. doing other things on on Skype. Makes First of sense. all, you need to get yourself out there somehow. Uh, mm-hmm. I suppose Instagram following. Also. See, I'm not buying that completely though, because what is that going to look like? What this things you just mentioned? It's probably just going to look like being on your phone for two hours a day, which yeah, lots of people do so. anyways. I think so. Probably to a large part, but the other thing is these these um. As it says in the article, the uh, platforms take a share of the cuts. Okay, mm. that's yeah, that that's how sense. OnlyFans is able to didn't mean itself. didn't mean Creators to attack you, are, Kyle. Are, uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. And I'm I'm just relaying the information from whoever wrote this article. Exactly. Can you give the author credit? Yeah, it's uh, Anya Zoledziowski. Thank you, I'm sorry, Anya. Anya, if I mispronounce your name. Um, article title. We'd love to making, have you on the podcast. Making Anya. money on OnlyFans is a lot harder than you think. Mm. From April two this year yeah um also cites the mental health aspect you know you mm-hmm. get a lot of weird requests oh yeah um and along with kind of that idea of requests says you know on only fans um feeling the need to change it up provide different content where that may be an area where there's not a whole lot of wiggle room it's kind of the same thing over and over mm-hmm. so how do you keep people coming back mm. really for the same content you know mm-hmm. so um, it's just, just some some things to think about i guess yeah yeah um one interesting thing this is also brought up is um how coronavirus and quarantine has affected these platforms obviously with people having more time on their hands maybe not being able to see significant others um simping Using these online platforms, Twitch, OnlyFans, I don't, it feels weird putting them in the same category. Oh, right? yeah. But, <laughs> but just any, any social media. Since we've media, been talking about it. Yeah, yeah. any social media um, has made it easier mm-hmm. for these women who are potentially looking to break into this arena. Have you noticed this at all? Is that just a pretty, pretty obvious that happened yeah i certainly take into account when analyzing the data i mean COVID has been an insane catalyst um for all of these platforms to just just boom um but yeah i mean it's so again so hard to tell with the recency of all this emerging um it's just a variable that we can't take out yet but just speaking generally about monetizing your simp following what percent of those guys do you think are willing to contribute monetarily? Because that is where you're really going to score from the simp crowd is the guys who are going to donate on stream. So I guess I would respond to that with, and, and you can see the same strategies played out by, I think primarily, but really by many other companies, but primarily by like mobile gaming, you're not mm. hunting for a lot of fish. You're hunting for whales. Okay. You know, all you need to really do is find a core group of these whales in your fan base who are willing to just donate exuberant amounts of money. Oh, that is that so interesting. Far outweighs, you know, what anything that like a, a large group of small donators would give you. Yeah, that's a good point. Our guest Melvin has really set a high bar for all future guests. He's brought us a gift and he's come with a topic and a question for the hosts that we're going to get into right now. So take it away. 
Alright, so, basically, and this ties into the IDUB situation and how he fell from grace in a sense recently, but, hypothetically, I don't know if Kyle, TJ, if you guys have girlfriends or not, but, would you be okay with your white woman creating a platform like OnlyFans as supplementary income? Would you be okay with that, or would that make you uncomfortable? Now, first off, I'm just going to say, uh, my white woman, I do love all races, so mm -hmm. if you are a non-white woman, I'm Kyle. <laughs> nice <laughs> shot! But, back to your question, I think the answer is no, for me. I, to me, there, a relationship um, constitutes some aspect of exclusivity that, you know, I feel like when you have an OnlyFans, when you are appealing to these simps, you are whether whether it means anything to you or not you are becoming vulnerable in a way you're establishing some sort of relationship whether it's romantic for you or not and i just don't like the idea i feel like that's that's offering something that you shouldn't to someone who uh, is not committed in the same way kyle what is your threshold for the amount of money made per month that you would okay that everyone was, has is, their price i was this hoping you I would not say. ask i was hoping you would not ask because i like many a good american love capitalism yeah and now if i am able to be a stay-at-home dad enjoying the gifts that you have brought for us every single day and doing nothing except for talking about white women on the occasional wednesday yeah whoo that is hard to turn down it is hard to turn down so let's think about it though. What? Because I was going to say that this is kind of a situation. I think maybe we're not going to get an accurate, accurate number okay, right now okay. because this is what I'm comparing it to. You Here's know, have you ever listen? One sec. Okay, okay. If you sit down with your friends and something disgusting or socially unacceptable gets brought up, and they're like, "What price would you do this for? Ha 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 ha! Would you do it for whatever?" And inevitably, there's guys who are like. I would do it for 20 bucks. And there are people who <laughs> are like... It's always 20 bucks. Yeah, and there's, bucks. and there's guys who are like, I would never do that for 500... I wouldn't even do it for a million dollars. And so, obviously, the truth lies somewhere in between there. But 20 bucks guy, I think if you put him in that situation, he is actually, when the rubber hits the road, he's going to want a little bit more compensation. And when... 100 million guy sees the cash piling up on the table in front of him he's gonna have to start thinking about it really hard a lot earlier than 100 million dollars so i think we won't really be able to know unless one of us gets put in the situation where it's like "Ooh, it makes me uncomfortable <laughs> but she's bringing home 20 grand a month and that, that's the thing i would say no matter what the money is whether it is 20 bucks hopefully more but or whether it's uh two million bucks it's always gonna make me feel weird i think that's I, fair i'm never gonna feel completely okay i'm never gonna be encouraging it, you gotta also explain this to your family like where's all this money coming from that's true like, what is true. your what does your wife do oh, okay here's here's a slight twist now i think the question that was asked was like what if your girlfriend came to you you're already dating and says what if i start an only fans mm -hmm. what if you meet a girl on tinder you go on a date it's great at the end of the date she says okay uh, this I is what i've fans. done previously this mm -hmm. is my occupation is that a deal breaker if it's not established already no i think absolutely it, not um for me at least you i'm know? saying do i have to pay for the content Nice shot. 
Well, I think you'd have to talk about it if you decide you're going to start seriously dating because are you going to be too uncomfortable if she's like, I like this money, I'm not going to stop doing it even though we want to date. What would you do? I don't have an answer for you. <laughs> Melvin? I think to me, and I don't know what this says about me, like my character, but it's going to be in the same thing of like how much money she's making it. Because at some point it turns from like kind of like, oh, that's kind of trashy to, oh, wow, that's like a legitimate way to make money. Yeah. So does it make it better if she had started doing it before you knew each other or not? Yes. I yes. Think so. I think it makes it a little bit better if she started it before. I would tend to say the, th- say the same thing. But email us with your yeah. opinions. Yeah. Let us know what you think. WhiteWomenWednesday at gmail.com. Well, this has been a, dare I say, enlightening conversation with you, Melvin. We've loved having you as a guest. We've loved the gifts you brought us, Melvin. Yes. Um, we hope to have you on again. Um, yeah, it's a great episode. Any closing remarks? For yeah, you? if I'm allowed to um, just promote my next work, and I don't know if this could you know, maybe lead into another topic of, topic of discussion, but I am working on an incel-related book right now. Mm. So not sure when that's going to be completed. Um, can't really say much other than that, but it's yeah. on the way. Um, be looking out for that. And yeah. uh, thanks so much for having me on, guys. Absolutely. Yeah, well, when you finish that, we will link it in the description of the next White Woman Wednesday. And, you know, we'd love to have you back on to talk about it. All right. Well, listeners... You know, we love you, but not as much as we love white women. women.